0: Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. I'm Dom. Charles, you're in an uh, unspecified location. I'm looking at you on Zoom at the moment in some sort of rural, idyllic location.
1: Oh yeah, I'm, in, I'm down in Carrarong, which is on the New South Wales south coast and... I'm looking out. There's a whole lot of annoying lorikeets and wildlife.
0: I can hear birds actually yes. in the background. That's very annoying.
1: Um, and have you got a shotty? A what? A shotgun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's, there's one in yeah, the garage. Good, right. Yeah.
0: So have you been forced to move there? there? was lots to talk about today. Have you been forced to move there by the crippling economic conditions? It's rising interest rates.
1: So yeah, that's right. Mm. I, I've had to Yeah, move. they went up,
0: up again today.
1: I've had to move to my fourth investment property you poor Um, fucker we're going to cut down and only have four investment properties from now on
0: how will you cope we'll find out in just a moment Okay, so, yeah, interest rates moving up today um, in defiance of the predictions. Um, all the news reports seem to, to just be a bit indignant as though the Reserve Bank should not form its own view on these things. But the Greens immediately said Jim Chalmers should overrule yes. what the Independent Reserve Bank board uh, wants to do because the economic pain cause. Charles, since when does the Reserve Bank have to think about the economic pain the decisions cause. That its decisions cause individuals. What a stupid idea that is!
1: Well, I can tell you one person who doesn't have to think about the fa- the pain that the Reserve Bank causes, which is Philip Lowe, who is on nine hundred thousand dollars a year, and gets discount mortgage rates as part of his salary package
0: at the Reserve Bank. Yeah, yep. that's right. Using oh, what was it? Oh, yes, taxpayers' money. I would have thought <laughs> is what's used. So when he when he borrows a house. We're buying it for him, and he gets to pay it back for less. Yes. Just because he's been so kind mm. as to be a public service banker rather than going into the private sector.
1: And so, you know, you know when you've got some sort of mega discount at the pub or something mm. like that, it's happy hour, right? And you go, ah. Oh, yeah, it is oh, happy. It'll hour. be my round. It's happy hour. That's what Philip Lowe's doing <laughs> with interest rates. He's going, you know, look, yeah. put another 2- 0.25%, doesn't really matter. It doesn't really affect me. I'll just. Uh, you know, extra beer, you
0: know, whatever. What whatever yep, yep, absolutely, absolutely. Good on you, Philip. That's that's yeah. absolutely fine. Um that power may well be stripped from him in, in due course. Mm. What will the point of him be when there's uh you know how there's gonna be a board that, that kind of governs the the bank and then a separate well, group yes. setting interest rates. We, Can he be made redundant at
1: that we, point? We, no, 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 no. And and it's the, the report. Uh, we we haven't talked about the report on the podcast yet. Uh, this is a report that was released a couple of weeks ago about the RBA, and essentially they they pointed out that the RBA board has got it pretty wrong. Uh, A lot of the times, especially in the last Mm. few years, right, especially Philip Lowe keeps on sort of saying, oh, interest rates will be low forever, and then they're not and stuff like that. Yeah. But no, no, there is an important role for the board in the new structure that has been proposed, Mm. right? So what they say is, why don't we actually get people who have some sort of expertise in the economy
0: oh. to
1: to do the interest rates part of the RBA, right? Right.
0: Outsourcing but then there outsourcing are a whole of, experts. The,
1: yes. But there are a whole lot of other things. And experts being, you know, broad definition, like people from the community, people who, you know, actually have, you know, for whom interest rates rising has an impact on their personal circumstances.
0: You know Shit, that's a bit controversial. Yeah,
1: workers, you know, people who actually want to have Good, reliable, safe jobs. Oh, anyway,
0: such a labor idea.
1: Yes, but so that's so that 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 part of the RBA, the sort of interest rates part, will be given to experts. And then the board, mm. you know, which Philip Lowe's the governor of, will have lots of responsibilities. He will have, you know, there's like the office to manage, mm. like the photocopying setup, the toner, like, you know. It's always very hard. Oh, oh,
0: oh, that's a big yes. job making sure yeah, the Yeah, There's toner. a lot of yeah. toner you use on those reports. Yes. There's a Christmas party to plan.
1: Yes, Charles. Oh, absolutely. Yes,
0: and they always have their board meetings, don't they? Yes, on Melbourne Cup Day, they're all going out to Melbourne mm. just coincidentally on <laughs> Melbourne Cup Day. That's so ethical, isn't it? that will take a bit of planning. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. To book all those tickets there's on Melbourne of, Cup it. Day It gets very
1: busy on Qantas. Yeah, and on look, Cup Day, I think also. I mean. Phone calls to answer, emails to reply to. Like, there's lots of stuff that Philip like, mm. and, and the board can be getting on with yeah. while the experts deal with it. I mean, it is true that there's very little other function that the RBA does other than interest rates. Like, you know, there is an argument to say, perhaps, you know, mm. you could just hire an office manager on, say, I don't know, seventy or eighty grand a year rather than nine hundred grand a year. But you know, I'm sure they'll they'll figure that out. They're, you know.
0: You can't you know. tell me ChatGPT couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't ChatGPT just go, what are the macroeconomic <laughs> conditions? Okay, here's what the interest rate should be. And it would probably get it wrong yes. a lot of the time. And, but very but confident. But would that be any different from the current setting? Well,
1: the ChatGPT is always very confident even when it's completely wrong, right? So it would be exactly like Phil Yeah. Oh, of Lowe. course. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a very
0: good idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very good. I've solved that. Now there's a lot of other yep. news to to get into today, Charles. Where do we start? It's mm. been a huge, it's been a bumper, bumper sort of pre-budget week here as the government uh, softens us up for yes. it's coming.
1: Well, I mean, should we should we do the Job Seeker thing, or is that just too sure. painful? Sure. for our young. No, no, no.
0: So this is the this is the issue where people on Job Seeker, yes, okay, the Dole, but they've renamed it to try and make it. Even more kind of draconic you're supposed to be seeking a job. That's why it's not a doll, it's a job seeker. Yes. Um forty dollars a day to live yes, on. That's right. That's well, a lot of that's a lot of money.
1: Well, exactly. I mean, I I think the problem that the main you know, and why people on Job Seeker are complaining so much is dealing with, you know, where to invest that money. Like it's yeah, it's sort of like the problem of too much money to count.
0: Yeah. Um, it really is very tricky, isn't it? I mean, do you, do you put it in shares or property? Yeah, um, that's right. It's always the age-old question. Do you start a small business, a, a very small business?
1: Well, I think it's one of those
0: things. A micro business.
1: What you do is you divide it up. Like the, the sensible, you know, if you go on to LinkedIn or something like that
0: mm. and you follow
1: those wealth management gurus, it's yeah, always like, it. you know, 50% of your income should go into savings. Twenty five percent goes into shares, you know, ten percent goes into expenses, and you know, the other five percent goes into luxuries. Whatever. You need
0: a splur- yeah. you need a splurge amount. Yeah. I mean the, the barefoot investor will tell you this, Charles. You need a specific yes. um yes. uh credit card like debt, visa debit card. Haven't you seen everyone with these cards? Oh and yeah. It's a splurge card. Right. And uh, what you do is um, I, I, you get a special yes. ING card for it that's what he recommends and you 20 cents yes. a week yes. you'd, be, you'd be allowed to blow on whatever you want just to just feel good just a little bit of cream yes. just a little, little bit of cream just to yeah. make it all worthwhile eh? and
1: I think you know like if you say you save 50% of your income that's like 20 bucks a day yeah then you 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 know, and you you limit yourself to only spending say ten percent on expenses, which is I think the sort of working. That's what you're supposed to do. Mm,
0: that's a, so that, yeah, that's that's a
1: whole idea. four dollars a day to spend on things like mm. food and accommodation.
0: I think the I think that works, or or almost a coffee, almost a coffee. Yeah, I mean, uh, current prices.
1: Look, if you want to be avocado toast about it, sure, Dom. Like, but but I, yeah. I don't think I don't think you know people who are on job seeker should be you know, drinking coffee or or eating food. I mean, I think (laughs) it's a bit ridiculous.
0: There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with with plain rice and tomato sauce. That's what we used to have. Exactly, um, yes. At uni when we were... you yeah, know, bit skint. Yeah, Tom- it's got all the nutrients you need. Just mm. rice and tomato sauce. Absolutely. Well, hard. I remember. We... Uh, but Charles, some have suggested.
1: Well, I, I was just going to recall that we once tried. Did you ever try the Guinness and bananas diet? No. So we had this friend. How did
0: you afford a Guinness, you poshos?
1: We we had a friend who was a chemist, was uh, studying science at university, who claimed that Guinness and banana, a diet exclusively of Guinness and bananas, would be sufficient to – contains Mm. all the nutrients required to continue your (laughs) life. And a a few of us went – I think Craig did it. um, Several of us tried it,
0: and I I can tell you it is – Isn't that inspiring? Even then, he hated waste. He hated waste even then, bless him. And what a hero. It a, When's he getting his AC? Let's
1: just say it, it is not good for your gut health. You know how they always put it as gut
0: health? <laughs> I, can just like, like, I can just imagine the Guinness and the bananas for me. It goes straight through you. Like, after a while, <laughs> after a few great. days. Nah, yeah, nah. Probably a good way of losing weight. Anyway. Um, so, but some have suggested, Charles, I mean, mm. you hear people whining on about how it's not enough. Yes. Job seeker. Yes. And they want the government to put it up. mm the government, and there was this graphic doing the rounds, people were sharing it, um, ABC News produced it, it came out on Friday, mm. which showed the massive, massive size of the Stage 3 tax cuts. Yes. oh And yes. that increasing increasing job uh, seeker prof- profoundly much would be only a small proportion, maybe a third or a quarter or something like that, of the massive amount of the Stage 3 tax cuts. And and seemed to imply in a very... Uh, editorially, almost commentary way, Charles. Mm, yes, that the government should drop the stage three tax cuts and no, put up right, job seeker. No. The problem with that, though, that will embolden yes the unemployed. Yes, to think that they don't need jobs. Yes, if you if they got eighty dollars a day, why would you? Where would the incentive be to do anything?
1: If you're if you're not scrounging around for food, then you have time to start organising. And next thing you know, it's the revolution. Like we don't want that. No one wants that. Like, what would that do to property prices?
0: Oh, exactly. So,
1: so, but, but, Dom, the, the government has listened to the people wanting Job seeker. I don't know whether you saw today, no. but uh, they've actually bloody listened.
0: Labour, bloody labour with their bleeding hearts, Charles. So the
1: report said, you know, let's raise j- JobSeeker seeker from forty dollars a day to seventy dollars a day. That was the proposal, and the government 70? said yes. They Luxury. said yes. They said yes. And but, like good improvisers, they didn't say. Mm. They didn't say no, right? Right. But they didn't they said yes and 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 yes and. They said yes and it will only be for old people, oh, so so you know how most people on job seeker are, are really young.
0: This is very clever, Charles. <laughs> so. Because um, because if you think of who's got the assets in our society, yes, uh, just oh, broadly it's the young speaking, people. yes, it's, it's definitely the, yeah. the old people are well, destitute.
1: I mean, just compare look, look, if you look at your grandma's phone or your mum's phone or your dad's phone. You just go, they obviously don't have any money mm. because they, they don't have the latest They probably have an Android. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Whereas all the young people, they're walking around with the latest technology. They clearly can afford everything. Mm. So
0: $70, $70 a day. I mean, it's just a question of what brand of caviar you order, isn't it, at mm.
1: that point? Oh, yeah, I know, exactly. Like, it's sort, of, it's sort of silly money, isn't it?
0: But you know the good news, though, Charles, is that when the old people get, is it 55 plus? 55 plus. Yeah. You've got to be 55 When so plus. they spend their special extra old person money. Yes. A tiny will, little droplet of it, it will trickle down. It will to trickle youth. down.
1: It will because mm. they'll be buying adult diapers because I think you go incontinent around the age of yeah. 55 or something like that. Yeah. And that's it'll, a, that's it'll what I've got it scheduled for all the yeah. adult diaper sales will boost the economy such that young people can can get there'll, there'll be a surge in demand for checkout. Operators selling mm. adult diapers to all the new rich over fifty-five doll recipients.
0: What I like about that analogy, Charles, is that it's it actually involves we. Yes. It actually involves trickle. Uh, for too long, trickle down has been something that was sort of an illustration rather than involving actual fluids. Yes, and w- when you say checkout operators, what you actually mean is not checkout operators. No, you, you mean the one person now who supervises yes. the um, self checkout machines and makes sure people yes. don't shoplift because we've replaced 10 jobs with one with
1: that yeah the, the, the person whose job it is to be yelled at by everyone mm. who gets the person, frustrated the yeah.
0: person whose job is clearly to, to just make sure that other people don't have jobs <laughs> hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser report should legally be
1: considered medical advice.
0: The Chaser report. Why have they done this? Is there, Did anyone? Did any economists? Any experts say?
1: Look, well, you did, better like,
0: make sure that you only limit it to old people.
1: Okay, so just to get unfortunately a little bit serious and maybe a little bit factful for a second, oh, there was no uh, one of the uh, Jim Chalmers pointed out this morning on ABC Radio that the. Actual report of experts uh, that you know looked at the job seeker and said you know in fairness everyone should get uh, an extra boost in their job seeker, but they did actually identify that the most vulnerable people uh, are women over the age of fifty five who are getting job seeker. Right. They, okay. They actually are the sort of most economically distressed out of everyone. And so they're, they're, see. they're put okay, well that- it into a framework where they're going, actually, if you look at the evidence, if we can't do everything, this is actually probably not a bad Well, if you're going to apply
0: of- data, but this also I means, Charles, the thing I like about this policy, it's not just about economic sense and, and, and survival, but think of the social benefits. You'll force young people to visit grandma
1: with yes, this one. Yes, to you? borrow because money. To
0: yes, To get some of those spare dollars, yep, to be bought like a, a, a chocolate bicky or something. So they can survive when they can't make rent, you know. In any given week, mm. they'll go to grandma, get a few extra bucks out of her largesse. This is it's a it's really a policy for the whole family. This one yes. very impressive to see from yes. labor.
1: And look, uh, I'm I'm very interested because Chalmers actually hinted that. There'd be a broad range of measures targeted at the cost of living crisis, including ones for young people, and so I'm very oh. excited, to, and I'm sure that'll be at an election night special because it'll be some it'll be a little little, little icing on the cake, right? And mm. and I think I'm not saying that metaphorically. Uh, my prediction is it'll be free lollies for people under fifty five, <laughs> oh, icing That's, sugar rebates. Yeah, Fantastic. it'll be
0: what a what a what a treat. So budget yeah, night sweetener. Yeah, you get um, lollies, something. free lollies. To just report and just make yeah. it all sense. Gosh, well, okay, so that's that's that problem solved. Yep. Um, so no more whinging about JobSeeker. No. Nah. Anyone young is fucked as yeah, usual right. in society, but the old people. Yeah. Yeah. No. The, the, the people over 55, the tiny wedge of people who've missed out on the property boom, poor things. Imagine how silly they must feel at this point, being 55 plus. Also, Charles, I'm nine years shy of 55. This is encouraging. But I've got nine years until I can afford to
1: live. Look, we might mock it, but I think that there are a range of loopholes in this scheme that young people uniquely have access to. I think the most obvious one is they've got good phones, they've got fancy phones. Mm. They can download FaceApp,
0: use the ageing
1: filter, Mm. make themselves look over 55. Brilliant. Dot, dot, dot. Brilliant Cash And in. also
0: they can Dot. they can can't they can they can charge to set up the phones yes. for the 55 Pluses so that they can access these services online
1: yes that's right
0: that would be worth a charge do
1: you think Absolutely. we'll see people using you know that filter which makes you look younger do you think people are going to go oh shit I don't want to look younger especially over 55s. Mm. I don't want to look as though I'm 45 because I miss out on all the yeah that's for the will no, be none of them not
0: you know, uh, so the budget comes think. out what a week from I think it's yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. By the time you hear this, it'll be a week away. Um, and what other what other delights are they? We'll talk about the vaping mm. policy some other time. That's just come through. Uh, money for anti smoking measures. We know about what else are they planning? Mm. They're planning anything big in nation building and, and visionary? Maybe maybe affordable housing. I saw something about are they building like thirty more more affordable houses? Thirty or forty maybe. Something well,
1: like I think that. it's a promise to have a plan to build thirty houses. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Cool. Um, you wouldn't want to. jump very, in. You'd need an inquiry yes. first, wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> yeah. A full and fair inquiry, yeah. I mean, maybe a sum. Um, I know a, a convention perhaps, in so
1: terms of infrastructure. Uh, they have they have said that they, so they've they've been in government a year. And they're now gonna hold an mm. inquiry about whether some of these infrastructure projects should go ahead. There's eight thousand, I think, outstanding infrastructure projects. A lot of them are quite small.
0: Oh, and yes, I saw this. They've suddenly got They're trying to save money by have... like scrapping infrastructure yes,
1: projects. Right. So I don't know, maybe um, I don't really have anything funny to say to that. I just uh just noting that. I, I think no, this seems it was,
0: mistaken, I, Charles. Mm. This seems a huge mistake because
1: I, I think there was a lot of car parks. You know what they're here, yeah. Charles.
0: They've they've fallen into a trap. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've hit on exactly the thing, Charles. That's exactly the issue. They they've fallen into a terrible mistake here, which was that these were things that were announced by the former Morrison government. I, I imagine. Yes. That were never going to be built. Yes. There was never there was never any intention to. Well, it's just all stuff you said for an election and then don't do. Well, this. this is
1: this is actually the point. The the the. the uh, Infrastructure Minister was uh, on the radio this morning saying none of these projects seem to have any funding attached to them. Like, literally, no. he was going around announcing $50 million car parks, but not, not allocating any money to it. It was just like, well, I hope it happens. Well, I mean, no,
0: Noel, Pearson, <laughs> Noel Pearson made the point um, uh, yesterday that uh, when, when rebutting Tony Abbott's <laughs> intervention in the voice debate was the least surprising. Guess if he's for or against Charles? I don't know if you saw the news.
1: Well, he's, he's the former... Indigenous Affairs Minister, like mm. he, he must be, yeah. very supportive. <laughs> he, he probably yes. supports um, former Indigenous Affairs Ministers having a voice. That would yes, be, yeah. well,
0: actually, that's what he's doing. He he was upset because the committee didn't ask him to speak, so he went and spoke anyway. Think, <laughs> yeah, he was a no, Charles. He was a no uh, on, on the plan. Yeah, um, but Noel Pearson was making the point that the Morrison government set aside one hundred sixty million dollars to do this, mm. and didn't do it in the last in the last term of the Parliament. So, um. You know, again, this is something the Morrison government was going to do and just didn't get around to. Mm. So I imagine they'll find billions of savings by just not building the car parks whenever it is. Yes, needed.
1: that's great. And they can give it more order over 55s. That's
0: perfect. As long as it's only, I think they need to restrict it to people who've got more than one house. Yes, that's right. I think that's it. Because the thing is, Charles, I don't know if you know the situation, but a lot of people right now out there are hurting because yes. they own so many houses. They've got big interest repayments to yes. make and yes. they don't have any income because they've retired. They're the bad living off their super. Yes. They're the ones who need the job seeker. I hope it's going to them. Yes. Because by the time you've got four, I mean, imagine four or five investment properties mm. and interest rate increase of just 0.25%. Yes. That'll completely destroy Good. you. That'll take it. Out- That'll take out your overseas European trip money. And look,
1: I only did a few units of economics at university, mm. but I seem to remember that economics is all about incentives, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And
1: what do you, what do you want in an economy? Well, the incentive that you want to set for an economy is to not have fucking losers, right? And and
0: yes. if you don't own four houses,
1: you're a loser, right? So, you know, like You're
0: not even trying yes, in this economy. Exactly. So, I yeah. think or you're young, or you're young and it's impossible. Well, That's yeah, yeah. That seems like a reasonable excuse if you're below 55. So there you go. So Labor has a plan, have a plan, have a plan, have a plan, and we'll hear what it is on Budget Night.
1: Well, I think uh, that's a pretty compelling analysis, Dom. I, th- I think we can probably go home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our work's I mean,
0: done. Our work's done. And it, well, yeah. aren't, we supposed to, aren't we supposed to be on sympathy strike with the writers in America at this point? Mm. I certainly didn't write anything in advance for this podcast. I think it's very <laughs> clear.
1: I was, uh, I was actually doing a negotiation today with um, a – Uh, person who wanted me to write something, and I pointed out that our Writers Guild rates, so the Australian Writers Guild uh, has a whole lot of television rates. Guess when they were negotiated those rates, Don?
0: 1937.
1: They were negotiated, they were last agreed to in 2012. Guess how much for a, let's say you're going to write half an hour of narrative comedy in Australia, Mm. how much would you expect the broadcaster would pay for you for the streaming rights to that to that script. To half hour of fully I mean, produced TV, it probably costs, I don't know, a, a million dollars a half hour to produce. That's easy. How much of that would go to the writer?
0: Nothing, cuz it wasn't streaming the, wasn't invented streaming rights. in in 2012.
1: Incorrect, Dom. B- to buy out the streaming rights in perpetuity. Is nine hundred bucks seems, in
0: Australia. That seems generous. I'm surprised you get <laughs>
1: nine hundred bucks.
0: Nine hundred bucks. It's nice to see writers. To, in it's nice to see Australian writers organising and sticking up for their rights. Well, just like the this is
1: guy. this person I was negotiating against said, "Well, you should organise a strike." <laughs> he, said, he said, "You got to go on strike." Yeah,
0: because there's so many Australian television writers that if they all stop working. The world would sit up and take notice. Oh, God. Let's just stop the podcast. I'm too depressed. Uh, Our gears from road. We're part of the Iconoclast Network, and frankly, this is the only job we've got uh, that we can rely on. And is it really a job at this point? Sure. (laughs) Let's say. Let's pretend it is.
1: Uh, uh, We can can get the job seeker in a few years.
0: It would be fine. Oh, (laughs) but bearing in mind, Charles, we discovered someone... Um, hit us up on Twitter today and said that the podcast contains ads for natural gas. So oh
1: fuck yes! Oh, we have got to do a rave against natural gas. Do we,
0: at some point, I don't think we can afford to cancel the ads. We will just have to. Oh okay. Say, ignore them. Oh okay. Can yeah, we yeah. can afford to cancel any ads at this point? No. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming. Don't we have ads for for um?
1: Okay. For genocide. Well, we're very we're, we're very supportive of natural gas and genocide and anything else <laughs> who wants to advertise. Yeah. The blood we're diamonds. We need the money. You know?
0: <laughs> for blood diamonds. Yeah. Fantastic. Make sure you don't buy the ordinary kind. Don't buy yeah. conflict-free diamonds. Why would you <laughs> want to do that? Catch you next time if you want to listen to more of this misery. See so,
1: yeah. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash newsadfree.